Optimus Prime and Jessica Rabbit had a baby, this website would be it. You're listening to The Fellas. Man, January. What am I going to do about January? Holy shit, and man. And my whole fucking world is flips upside down, man. I can't I believe this. I don't know what's going on anymore. Hey, guys, it's the fellas. Uh, it's it's me and Ray having a slightly uh, out-of-body experience. We've just seen what could possibly be the uh, the best comic book movie that's that's come out. Maybe the best one that's going to come out for the year. Unless, uh, is that the new Infinity War? Is that going to be this year or next year? I think it's late this year. I'm not really the, sure. The second Infinity War might get it, but I think easily they're going to have to work hard to beat this superhero movie we saw. We actually went out and we saw Glass, the uh, M. Night Shamadama Ding Dong movie. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, man, oh, God, where do I even start with this? First of all, I genuinely, I don't like it when I watch a good M. Night Shyamalan movie. Why? Why is that? Because... Whenever I watch a good M. Night Shyamalan movie, I feel like I should apologize to him. Typically, you mention his name, and I'm going to, a little bit of vomit's going to come up in my throat. You know, it's it's because he, he has no middle balance. He's either really good or just really bad. Exactly. His movies are either phenomenal or they're just dog shit. I mean, you talk about phenomenal, I thought Split was incredible. I thought Unbreakable was great. Don't even get me started on The Sixth Sense. Phenomenal. But then you get shit, like, what was that shit with the mermaid? Um... The one with Paul Giamatti in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you you get shit like that. Then you get shit like the fucking, um, what was that one where they're out in the field and they think there's some monster out there. They're like in uh, Pilgrim Times. The Village. The Village. It was The Village and Lady in the Water. Okay, those two movies were dog shit. I mean, fucking awful movies. Awful movies. And then you got like The Last Airbender and then you got After Earth. Yeah, yeah, you know, shit like that. Either his movies are incredibly good or they're just dog shit. Remember the happening? Remember the happening? Oh, God. When people were just committing suicide? Yeah, this is the worst part, too. You don't know if his movies are good or not until the credits roll. It's only at the end because you're always waiting for his fucking twist, which, horribly enough, he has completely fallen into. He thinks all of his movies has to have one now. So that's all you're waiting for? Yeah. You can have a good movie and then he'll put a twist on there. It's like, oh, so you just undid all that shit I I saw great it's a it, piece of shit he actually started a fad for a couple of years you know when he started doing that like other directors wanted to start doing with a twist yeah yeah a fucking twist. everything up but this this is on the uh the former side this yeah. is this was actually a really really good movie um for all those people who are living under a rock somewhere uh and haven't seen the first two movies this is basically a culmination of unbreakable and uh split is it called split yes it was split split unbreakable and split and basically the theme is these are people with superpowers bruce willis is a guy whenever he touches someone he can see any any evil that they've committed and also he's invulnerable he's got like super strength he can't be killed his only weakness is water freaking uh And, and, and what i love about it it's done in a way 
way where it's like feels very realistic without mm-hmm. having the over the top you know strength powers or anything it still feels in the realm of reality right and then freaking James McAvoy's character has 10 different personalities actually inside a lot of more him. than that yeah a lot more but than that each of his personalities actually alters his body to reflect what that personality believes and one of the personalities is called the beast and he's basically just a monster he he's super just stupidly strong he can grip walls and shit and he's super agile he can run like a beast and like leap hundreds of feet in the air and shit it's ridiculous. I love I love the fact that there's only really one guy really working the entire time in this entire movie. And it's James McAvoy. He was acting. Oh yeah, James his McAvoy. Ass acted off. His and then what do you get from Samuel off. L. Jackson? You just get blank stares and you get Bruce Willis has got his emotionless. Well, Sam responses. Jackson was never that great an actor. Let's call a spade a spade. The only real number one actor in this was James McAvoy, and Bruce Willis was a close second. And they did a pretty good job making Bruce Willis feel old as shit. <laughs> I know. He looked... I could, like, hear his bones popping everywhere he walked. Jeez. He looked sad and depleted. But you know what really got me going in this entire movie? What? When I saw his son that was portrayed oh, yeah, in yeah, freaking yeah. Unbreakable. That's, that's awesome because um, his son... Was his son named Daryl? No, uh, Joseph. His son, Joseph. Joseph, yeah. His son is the same kid... From Unbreakable. Yeah. But of course, Unbreakable was like, what, like fucking damn near 20 years ago? No, it was like six, 16, 16 years ago, 16, 17 yeah, years ago. Yeah, so naturally, the kid's growing up now. And if you remember the end of the movie, yeah, he revealed to the kid, like, yeah, I've been doing this superhero stuff. And the kid was so stoked, it would make sense that the kid's with him now, helping him do the superhero stuff. He's kind of like, like... He's this like like Mike what like what micro is to the Punisher. Yeah. That's what he is to uh Bruce Willis's character. And and apparently hopefully he'll get some decent gigs after this film because I haven't I haven't seen this guy do shit, but apparently he has been working. Well, he has good. been working. That's good to know. That's good uh, to know. You know, nothing that I can actually remember. I mean he was like in an ice cream, you know, and really using superheroes, you know. Uh, the only thing I can see is Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Mm-hmm. It's probably just like a victim. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, will also say um, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, who is hot, by the way. She is hot. And as I shit. feel very conflicted. She's supposed to be in in high school in this, but she dresses like a mom from the nineties. Oh, she man. does not look like a high school student. Yeah, she was wearing like really like old style clothes, fucking like- pants. Hiked up to her goddamn belly button with loud ass colored jackets with fucking pads in the shoulders. Like a 90s mom. You know, like fucking Murphy Brown if she were a teenager. Yeah, she normally but, has blonde hair, but the black hair looks, she looks way better in black hair yeah, than blonde. Yeah, but the thing is, she did not look young. She looked like a fucking adult. Yeah, she looked like hot as shit. Like, there's no way no dudes are, like, stalking her ass at school. You know, and what bothers me is, like, she's supposed to be in high school, so I'm supposed to feel uncomfortable with the idea of thinking she's hot. So that was, it was weird. No, she was in Dark Crystal. Yeah. Age of Resistance. How's she in Dark Crystal when she wasn't even born when the movie came out? No, apparently they made another Dark Crystal. Oh. 
I I guess a sequel or some shit. Uh, I don't know. What are you saying? One thing was bothering me in the entire movie, and it was uh, it was Doctor Ellie Staple. She's mm-hmm. played by Sarah Paulson. And what was bothering me is like, I don't know if they did this intentionally, but her face is not symmetrically lined up. I think yeah, her I eyes were kind of crooked, and I don't know if mm-hmm. they were expanding on that making her look like she had a crooked face well what bothered me and there's a reason for it at at the end of the movie there's a reason for it but what constantly bothered me i was like this woman is not a psychiatric doctor it's like she's too young she makes herself up to look too pretty she doesn't look like she's coming here to do a job she doesn't look like she's coming here to get some no i'm gonna have my hair teased and curled and wear these high heels and i'm gonna be unnecessarily perky and this and that and i was like what yeah i spent my entire life studying uh people who believe that comics are real and they have superpowers and you look at her and you you just looking at her you're like you're like fucking 35 what do you mean you spent your whole life you'd have you wouldn't have gotten out of your master's program until at the earliest like 28 29 yeah you know and then what from 28 29 you just automatically jumped up and you're you're a master in all things comic bookish as far as mental ailments go how often do you see a woman walking like dressed up the way she was at a comic designer uh coats and designer dresses and shit working at the sanatorium like yeah that doesn't make any fucking sense you know you're gonna go there wearing some fucking scrubs like every other doctor at the loony bin her character just constantly pulled me out of it you know and the way they handle things kind of pulled me out of it too but still the point got across they basically told people what they needed to see yeah it was just fucking good everyone did their jobs james mcavoy did the lion's share of the work more than lion's share jesus man bruce willis kind of stumbled his old ass across the, the finish line too but he did the second most work uh sam jackson i want to say sam jackson phoned it in but i think that was the part he gave him because his character 90 percent of the movie he's doped up yeah you're not he's not you know he's not saying you don't even really. see him until like 35 minutes into the movie yeah you know and he plays his part as the evil genius really really well he pulled it off great because i'm sitting there like man this guy's just sitting around like a punk bitch i mean an unbreakable you didn't see him do many things that were really genius. But he was moving the store forward, yeah. Yeah, and Unbreakable, you just came to the conclusion, yeah, the guy's fucking crazy. You know, he's setting bombs and killing people because he wants to prove comics are real. He's fucking crazy. But in this... It's like you could tell every single thing he did, there was a plan behind it. So Very the whole meticulous. time, you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole time. Yeah, it's like, I wonder what this is. I wonder what this is. And, and that's the genius of M. Night Shyamalan. He's not showing you the other hand the entire time. But it's there. But you don't notice it. But it's mm. there. Yeah. What's really, really cool. And this is what made it so great. Spoilers, everybody. Spoilers, guys. Spoilers. It's still worth watching, even though it, knowing the spoilers. Yeah. This psychiatrist, what she is... Is trying so hard to do is one convince these guys that they're not really superheroes none of that superhero stuff is real and then on top of that perform an operation to remove a certain portion of their frontal lobe which she believes is giving them their powers her main goal is to convince these guys convince them that they don't have superpowers and then after convincing them of that remove a portion of their frontal lobe which you know she claims this is what your quote-unquote powers stem from this is frontal lobe thing and she knows this because you know she studied superheroes all of her life yeah whatever all that dumb shit so they put 
Bruce Willis's character, who has a weakness against water, they put him in a room with a whole bunch of sprinkler systems, which they can turn on, which is like his kryptonite, so he'll be weak. They can turn it on at a moment's notice. Freaking James McAvoy's character, he's in a room with some flashing lights, and every time the lights flash, another personality will come out. So if he tries to do anything, the lights will come up, and that personality will kind of like, you know, fucking go away, and it, it fucks up what he's trying to do, and it's not yeah. whatever. And of course, all they can do for Sam Jackson and just keep him doped up because it's not like he can do anything physical. Yeah. I mean, I love the makeup they did on him. They show he has so many gashes all over his body from all the operations because his bones keep fucking breaking. And that heart wrenching, I remember, and unbreakable when he fell down the stairs. I was fucking, I, I was like, ah, 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 he's kind of crying. He never came I, back from that. I just wanted to like run up to him and hold him. <laughs> he sounds like a, like a kid who hurt himself. Yeah. And he brings it back for this one. Yeah, he I, brings feel, it. I feel bad. I think he never recovered from that fall. I, I, but I think he's had more breaks since then. I think he's been uh, getting himself broken up a lot of times in the institution. I think he's just had more and more breaks over and over and over. But yeah, he shows that he is a, a clear fucking mastermind. I love all the interactions that James McAvoy has with whoever. It felt seamless. I the thing is, I don't think I saw a camera cut in half of these takes that they did. No, it wasn't one. He was like, snap it, snap. He just changed. And that's, was, and that's him like working his body. Yeah. You know, trying to, to crane his neck so that you can see the veins in there. And there, was that, there was that one scene I say, look at that guy's fucking calves, dude. Yeah. What the fuck is he doing? You think those are his real calves? I don't know, man. He, he could exercise for this part. Those calves are fucking calves enormous, like man. Those dude, calves. those calves, he could do a sidekick and fucking break your this arm. This shit did not look real, man. I mean, those shit were fucking big. He could do a sidekick that would snap you in half. Freaking my man from WCW used to do the Harlem sidekick. Oh, oh, Booker T. Booker T. Those are some Booker T calves. That shit's Harlem shit. sidekick. Bah! Break your goddamn ribs. Damn that dude's calves. <laughs> <laughs> I, he had a lot of work, dude. He had to freaking hit the gym. I'm not sure if it was a muscle suit involved. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. But, I think he just killed himself in the gym. You know what the best part about this? What? All these um, uh, special effects, uh -huh. they were traditional. They weren't like CG or anything. They were like... No, because they weren't needed. And I will tell you something right now, Ray. This movie absolutely hit its stride. It's best stride when Mr. Glass actually had his little conversation yeah. with the Beast. Yeah. Because the Beast's whole thing is he takes people who look unblemished, people who are beautiful, yeah. and he believes you can only have advancement through pain. Because he, he suffered horrendously yeah. at the hands of his mom. He was abused. And Split, the only girl who got away, he saw her scars and it was she was like, yeah, my uncle Abuse me. Abuse me. Badly. And he's like, oh, you you have been scarred. Thus, you are pure. Yeah. You are clean. You felt pain and you've come through on the other side. That makes you a stronger person. Yeah. A whole person. So when he sees Mr. Glass... And he sees all the cuts. You know, he says, my name is Mr. Glass. I've got brittle bone syndrome. I've broken all of my bones over 97 times. Yeah. And you can kind of see the beast like jizz himself. You know, he gets in close and he's like, you have felt pain. You are perfection. <laughs> and he's just, he's like drooling. He's like, like, you are the one I've been looking for all my life. Yeah. You are the embodiment. 
You've gone through all that, and now look at you. You are perfection because of his brain. Yeah. That stuff forced his brain to become better. And now it's like the beast worships him, literally worships him. Yeah. And you can kind of see, like, yeah, he's basically becoming his henchman. Yeah, yeah it, it was like I'm a quick the boss. henchman. I'm the boss. I'm the brains. You're the muscle. You're my henchman. You know what? That's all you want to be. Yeah. It's like he, you know, you worship me. Then what, what did he start doing? Each person he found, yeah, he took the guard and wrapped his arms around him like a vice and crushed and him. And then crushed him. And then once he was on the ground, he starts just smashing them, smashing them. Why? He's breaking up my bones. Yeah, he's breaking up the guard's bones. And what was he say? He says, "You are now broken." No, we are the children broken. of the broken. broken. You must all be broken, broken to become clean. Because remember, he's Mister Glass. Glass. He's the broken man. Yeah, we are children of, of the broken. broken man, and I will make you all broken. Like him. Awesome. he's basically like, yeah, this is my lap dog. I'm gonna point to him and be like break it and the beast is gonna go and the beast is gonna break it and, and it's and it's awesome because the beast evolved like you weren't really noticing that his character was evolving but yeah the beast was coming out more and more and more right and right. when he started to speak i was like what the fuck this yeah. guy's a lot smarter than you gave no, him he credit is, for he is smarter and by the time they get out you know he's got the mr glasses in the wheelchair and the beast is just pushing him it's like that's the henchman and that's the boss and i could see it coming together and i was like i would love for this to be to be continued I I yeah. want to see an Injustice League mm-hmm. and in a League of Heroes. Yeah. Because I love the way it was going. But unfortunately, that was not to be. And yeah. here's the main spoiler, though. Because remember, you're always looking for the twist. And in a way, there were two twists. Yeah. Which made it awesome. The final fight scene between Bruce Willis's character and, and James McAvoy's character was great. That was some awesome superhero fight. And the thing is... It, it wasn't too over the top. It wasn't over the top. It looked legitimate it looked like two guys fighting on a cctv camera right one of one of whom is old so you're like man i hope bruce willis's fucking heart doesn't go out his character it genuinely seemed like the fight could go either way now the thing is these two people were kind of constrained because they are still human even though they're stupidly strong when you see the superman returns fight or shit even the justice league fight i just punched this guy oh he flew across the city now i jump across the city to get to him i'm punching him some more oh it's ripping the streets apart okay now he punched me now i flew back across the city yeah the other way i went and you start to like stifle a yawn it gets boring it gets because boring. you can't relate. It's too much. And it did you a lot. You can't of, relate. And they did a lot of really, really cool effects where there's ladies in the van. They're fighting, and you should see the fists just yeah, light up on a wall, denting the van. the van. And it's like, damn, you that's know? awesome. That's pretty awesome. You don't see you don't see a lot of like extraordinary feats of force, but you see force. Right. And then the cool thing is the cops show up to try to break them up, and now what? Well, one one cop car came down the street. Yeah, and you're like, what that, the? I'm like, what the fuck? And then you know he's trying to get the cops away to save them so he's fighting the cops just to put them someplace and lock them up yeah and save them from the beast because the beast is just gonna kill everybody yeah and then at the end of it you find out here's twist number one the woman who seemed nothing like a doctor yes. at all is actually not a doctor 
Yeah. She's actually from a super secret organization who monitors the whole world to keep superheroes out of it. Because as it turns out, you know, what's a twist? Every single thing that Sam Jackson, Mr. Glass believed was true. Yeah. Comic books were made to document real superheroes. But this organization decided long ago, we can't have that. You know, it's kind of like they were mutants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, these guys were kind of like the Sentinels. Right. But the whole thing is, her whole thing is, look, whenever you have one, another one is going to come about because you have to have an opposite. Yeah. You have to. So the more show up, the more there's going to be. And she was like, yeah, look, when Bruce Willis was doing his thing on his own, I was willing to leave it be. But then this other dude showed up. She's like, oh, fuck. Okay, it's happening. Yeah. It's, it's spreading. So again, we have to nip it in the bud. And of course, as times change, we become a more civilized nation we become more civilized people so she's like yeah we're not just gonna put a bullet in people's heads you know we're we're not animals you know i i have convinced them that we're doing we're gonna do it this other way yeah we are going to first of all remove your powers from that frontal lobe thing then we're going to convince you that you never had powers in the first place that's pretty so that you can go on with your life you know we're not gonna kill you i'm willing to let you live it's not your fault you were born like this that's true i'm willing to let you live we're just gonna take your powers away and make you think you never really had powers and let you go that's all we want we cannot have people know that this is a thing or there'll be a panic or whatever so the whole thing is yes her and this organization were working to do all this just to make sure people don't know yeah what mr glass keep it all secret already knows you know so he's vindicated so they show up they they kill the beast they kill bruce willis's character and then mr glass i i, I was in tears i was in tears he because i got I, stabbed by the beast he crushes insides up no 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 he he no he he got he jabbed the beast jabbed him in the shoulder. Uh-huh. But then he also did... He, he did a palm strike to his belly, yeah. Yeah, so to rupture his, his, his shit. Yeah. And you see Mr. Glass is, is bleeding, blood's coming out of his mouth, and he falls out of his wheelchair, and oh god, you can hear the bones break. Now, and the thing is, we're in the Dolby Theater, yeah. and you the hear breaks of his bones were shaking my fucking chair. He falls to his knees, <laughs> snap, 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 oh, and he <laughs> falls forward onto his chest, snap, snap, I can hear all of his ribs break. Because he fell forward onto his chest from your knees, just falling forward. His, his, All your his, fucking his ribs. Knees, break. His knees broke. His legs broke. His shins. His shins. His right. His left arm. His 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 clavicle. All that shit broke. And all his ribs. All his ribs were already broken from the from the shot. And then that fall probably just did the rest. Yeah, I mean that was just too many bones. It's like yeah, he, he, he broke everything up. But the thing is, he's like all welted up on the floor. Like don't fucking touch the guy, man. They rolled his ass over. I think his mom rolled him over. Yeah, that probably made. Made it worse yeah and it, it was it was just but done. that's where twist number two comes in well actually twist number two comes in after everyone's dead and the woman goes back to report on with her secret, super which, secret organization which i would have to say i didn't see that shit coming i thought they uh, were gonna explode. no no i i saw it coming once the fight took place in front 
of the uh, Xavier Mansion. Yeah, in front of Xavier's Mansion. It, it, it's that shit look like yeah, the, the bus like, stop is right there, yeah, and you was, look at the damn insane sign. I was like, this like fucking looks like the Xavier's Mansion. And I was like, yeah, this is what he wanted. This is this is. I didn't know why, but I was like, no, this is what he wanted. But what you learn is when his mother is talking to him, she's like, yeah, you know, this super special limited edition series that you were doing is finally over, and he smiles at his mom, and he's like, no, you don't understand. This wasn't part of the limited edition series. This was just the origin story. The real one hasn't even started yet. And he's smiling with broken teeth and blood coming up, and he says, I was not a mistake. Destiny chose me to be born the way I am. That's pretty awesome. And I'm going to prove it to everybody. All of this, just like with, with Unbreakable. Yeah. All it was ever about was just proving I'm not crazy and I'm not a mistake. That's yeah. all it was ever about proving. Yeah. And this is the same thing. And isn't that the very definition of a maniacal genius? Yeah. His intent isn't to be a bad guy. He's got some grandiose Plot. thing. At the end of the day, we'll all be better off. Yeah. Some some people are gonna have to die, but at the end of the day, we'll all be better off. And that's that's his fucking thing. He's like, this is grandiose, and I was like, you know, that's fucking awesome. And what happens is the woman's like, yeah, okay, let's scrub all the evidence, let's do all this and that, because the woman put like a million cameras all over the place to monitor Mister Glass, yeah, yeah, because she knew he was the most dangerous. Well, Mister Glass had been getting out of his place. You put something in the root files of all the cameras. Yeah. So once they record everything, I was reading what was in the root files. Every, I think he had to set every 10 seconds, he was sending it out. So if it's cut, if the cameras are cut at any moment, they've already sent out everything that came up before it was cut. Yeah. It was in the root file. Yeah. So every 10 seconds, it was uploading itself somewhere off site. So all that stuff that happened was sent to uh, James McAvoy, the the girl who got away, uh, freaking uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's character. It was also sent to uh, Spencer Clark's character. Which is, yeah, uh, Joseph Dunn, the son. Right. And it was also sent to the woman who's the mother of, uh, of Mr. Glass. In her fucking Apple Generation 1 computer. Yeah. It was I, I gotta still say, works for some he, reason. What'd you call it? Um, Bruce Willis' uh, son's character. I love that character because he was yeah. helping his dad. He was living his dream. He was living his dream. I was like, man. My dad's a superhero and I'm helping a superhero. And the thing is, like, he's got the Bose headset and he's transmissioning. All he's listening stuff. to police scanners. Like, dad, they're coming around the block. Dad, we got cops coming up on fifth. You need to get out of there. You know stuff like that. <laughs> that was cool as shit, man. Yeah, that was that was really it was really really awesome. But now that this stuff is uploaded, it's sent all over the world. So basically, Sarah Paulson's character is fucked. Yeah, the way she made it seem was like her having them not just kill these guys right away, yeah. and instead try to lobotomize them and send them back out. Yeah, that was a risk, and she had to kind of sell it. To the group, and she was like, look, you know, it didn't go off the way we wanted, but still, no harm done, no information got out, and whatnot, and now that the information gets out, you see her, like, just walk down the hallway, and then just start screaming in in anguish, because they're probably going to kill her. They're going to pull a bullet to the back of her head. So, the second twist is that, no, he got what he wanted all the time, because they start going back and showing the clips, Mr. Glass was playing everybody from the fucking start it's freaking awesome man which is why i don't know between him and bruce willis i don't know who my favorite character is you know also he dresses like uh if siegfried and roy had a child who decided to become a pimp that's the way he dresses he was the black xavier man hell yeah he was the black xavier 
Yeah, he, he had it all planned out. Movie's awesome, man. Mo- movie's great. But now, now, what do you think he's going to do with it? I mean, I'm looking at M. Night Shyamalan's uh, with, IMDb. With, he's got with, a TV series. With this particular movie, hopefully he ain't going to do shit with it. Let it let it lie. You, you, you did good. You got three movies, Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. You did good. Let it lie, okay? Let it go to the, to the, the Hall of Fame. Leave it alone, please. Please, M. Night Shyamalan. Don't, don't fuck with it no more. Just leave it alone. You did good. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a couple of things there, but yeah, I mean it's a it was really 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 well done. I mean James Mike great, great great should get all the roles movie. he wants to get, man. Great superhero movie. And you know well what? Done he, in Night Shyamalan. He made he made me really uncomfortable. You know when James McAvoy's in the room, one of the uh, nurses come in and she's like, I oh, he's got the, on the floor. he's got the 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 shirt tied off and shit. Yeah, like the like the the farm girl or whatever. Farmer's daughter. I thought that was funny. I wouldn't uncomfortable. Like, oh, bend down, stand up. I wanted to get a good look at you. Hey, you know what? James McAvoy is a hell of an actor. Yeah, he does what he has to do. <laughs> and if that scene called for his head to be bobbing up and down between that dude's legs, then goddamn it, McAvoy would have did it because he's a fucking professional. That's he, what we need these days. Yeah, a fucking professional. You know, he 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 probably made he probably made Sam Jackson uncomfortable when he was rubbing up against him, Mister Glass, and he's smelling. I was like, I thought I smelled his lips. Got right up on his ass. I like the fact that the first time uh, Mister Glass saw him, he had the chick's personality, and she's like, you know, who are you, ma'am? My name is Mister Glass. He says, Oh, you're so polite, but you don't have to call me ma'am. You, you can call me Judith. Yeah, you know, it's like he he. Addressed him as his chosen gender. Yeah. So he's very PC. You see. No, no. The thing is, he knew every single, every single personality. He was a, very aware. Oh yeah, he saw the notes. Yeah, he knew all about this guy. And he's like, you know, I'd like to see the beast. Oh, I don't know if the beast, the beast, he doesn't believe I, I, I have the faith. And Mr. Glass is like, no, no, you do have the faith because it's all real. Let me speak to the beast. <laughs> the beast comes out. It is you I've been meaning to serve. <laughs> I must serve the broken man. It's like, oh, it's awesome. Mr. Glass. And then if he can just get himself a legion of henchmen. Oh, man, the movie would have been And who, who would keep those henchmen in line? The Beast, of course. The Beast is so blindly loyal. Well, the Beast would just keep everybody in line. The Beast will be the first one to die before anyone's allowed to touch don't, him. Don't worry, guys. We actually left out a lot of twists yes. that yes. are key to the movie. So. Yeah, we left a lot of shit out. Matter of fact, let's let's not spoil anymore. Let's, okay. let's go. Guys, you can tell if we actually like a movie when we really don't want to be spoiling shit. Yeah. So that's that's kind of Damn, a tell. that's three for three in January. What dude? is going on? What the fuck is going on? It's the end of the fucking world, that's what. I mean, I mean, we're coming up to February looking at that happy death day. Oh, no. There is no way that's going to be good. In fact, I'm not even I'm not even completely 100% on board that I'm going to watch that shit. We'll have to see how it goes. You know, it comes out also that same weekend as Battle Angel, so. I will watch Battle Angel just to see. I'm just intrigued because I fucking hated the anime. Yeah, I didn't get past the second episode. I was like, turn this shit off, dude. And this is this is back in the day when I wanted to watch anything that was anime, dude. They, they, I got through two episodes and was like, yeah, I'm done. They delayed the whole movie by a whole entire year and a half. I mean, it was supposed to come out last year during Avengers. So, well, that would have been suicide. Yeah, but uh, let, let's rate this. All right, for this. This took a lot of soul searching. I was teetering back and forth. Honestly, 
teetering back and forth between I want this inside of me and full price. I'm 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 gonna be fair. I'm gonna give it a very, very, very high full price. I'm not gonna give this and I want it inside of me because the twist, while it was good, too he pinned too much of this movie to be solely based on the twist. And that whole the super secret organization. Yeah. I like the fact that they're there, but like, this is a real yeah, this is a real half ass way of dealing with this problem. Because you could have just put a bullet in the back of these guys' heads at any time. And it's like, oh, well, we're more progressive now. You're a super secret organization that's running the world behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay? Fucking, you know, fucking a Rothschild would have put a bullet in the back of all these guys' heads just to save a couple million dollars. <laughs> Yet when the fate of the world is at stake, well, we don't really want to kill them. You know, we'll topple governments and shit, but killing three guys, nah, yeah. I don't know. It's like, okay, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. But I like the fact that the organization is there. I like the fact that every single thing Mr. Glass believes was true. Because only an insane man yes. would believe something like that. And isn't it a slap in the face? Like, no, that's all true. Yeah. That's like people telling me about the lizard people. Oh, that rep- reptile shit on the news? Yeah, oh. Harry Reid's one. Al Gore's one. Oh, my God. And then one day I find out, no, no, that's true. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of that's what this felt like. So that that was good. I, just the way they went about it was stupid. And if I were any of these guys in a mental facility, and then she comes up, yes, I am your doctor. I've studied this for so, so, so. I look around like, is this a fucking joke? Is there a, is there a camera in here? Can someone get the real doctor? Is it? No one would look at this woman and think she's a doctor. Yeah. No one. She's pretty so, hot, man, though. One of the reasons you wouldn't think she was a doctor. So what do you give it? I'm going to give this a, a high full price. Okay, I, two high full prices. I enjoyed this movie way more than I th- I mean it, it, the pacing was a little slow but it's kind of normal first, yeah. but once it got going it got going he did a great job let's see what else he pulls out of his ass yeah we'll, before we'll his next see. film we'll see I, he's, he's probably gonna have a run of like eight bad films now before uh, he gets another good one I mean some of the posters for this shit were actually not that good yeah posters were awful it's because they were trying to make him look like comic book style yeah. posters but the person who made the posters Obviously, he's never seen a comic book. Yeah, that looks I mean, atrocious. I, I dude, that I would have just done like, uh, you see this one right here? Yeah. Where they're, they're sitting down with in a psychiatrist's place, but underneath them, you see their alter ego standing up with the actual actor. That's awesome. I would have done the same thing. They're sitting down here in the psychiatric office, and underneath here, I would have actually had comic book versions of them one would have been a dot matrix style yeah. thing. You know, he'd have the, the hood, but he'd be kind of, you know, like Superman posy. Yeah. Another one, this guy being the, the dark evil one, this would be uh, the 90s image. Yeah. Image 90. Yeah. Muscle on top of muscle on top of muscle. Yeah. Fangs and drool. Ah, you know, image comics. Yeah, yeah. How they were back in the day. Then, of course, this one, this one would be more early 2000. Uh, DC style. Yeah. You can imagine like a Lex Luthor sort of pose. Yeah. Same clothing and all that. Yeah. But different art styles. And, you know, the floor would still be a real picture. Yeah. The floor, it's only these guys that would be drawn. You know, and like yeah. I said, Dot Matrix, Golden Age or Silver Age, uh, the Dark Age. I think the 90s were called the Dark, Dark Age. And then this would be closer to modern age for the art style. Yeah. I would probably have even commissioned a couple artists to do it themselves. They probably would have been like, yeah, fuck, yeah. Shit. I would have I would have bought a movie poster if they'd have done that. Yeah. 
You can yeah, that, sew those that, movie that posters. That movie poster in that theater was like looked like... It's so garbage. they did that shit like the night before it was yeah, supposed it was to come garbage. out. It was garbage. All, All right. right. All right, guys. Don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and gottatalkabout.com. And don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube page. And also visit us on our Patreon page at patreon slash g2ta. You know how you can tell when financially someone's really made it in Hollywood? Yeah. When they can be... You know, you see them on the big screen and they look like shit... And they don't do anything to make themselves look better. No face work, no nose work, whatever. It's like they don't give a fuck. So you just like, yeah, I know they're, they're this dude's just getting pussy all the time. M Night Shyamalan looks like shit. He's got kids though. Yeah, but he's still probably just dicking down tons of girls on the casting couch. Yeah, more likely. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> By Shyamalan, uh, ding dong. Yes. <laughs> See, this guy's going Shama to a premiere. Going to a premiere wearing pants that are held with a jaw a drawstring. You see that? Know what that's for? Easy access. Oh, <laughs> dude, slinging dick. <laughs>